I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, family, joining in from all around the world to what is going to be an extremely special conversation today, of course, in this week's episode of Live Your Best Life with Mila's Right. And joining me for today's conversation is a beautiful woman of God. She is full of kindness. She's full of love. She is full of passion that we would all live the way that Jesus created us to live in optimum health and vitality, spirit, soul, and body. She has an amazing testimony, which you're going to hear a little bit more about in a moment, and uh, and then has gone on a journey into a life that she's living now that's very different to her previous life. So I'm very excited to have this conversation today with the amazing Pearl Nagy. Pearl, welcome. Thank you so much, Liz. Lovely to be here. Oh, it's just a joy. I've, I've wanted to have this conversation with you, as you know, for quite a while. So I'm super excited that we've been able to actually put the show together so, Pearl, I want to start by asking you, will you share some of your story with us? Because I know you were brought out of a of a lifestyle of being involved in witchcraft many years ago now, and you're obviously now living a very different life. But what was it like for you when you were involved in witchcraft? And so how did Jesus come into your life at that point? Um, just to backtrack a tiny bit, I think it's maybe helpful mm. to say that I was kind of born and raised in a Catholic environment. Mexico's very, very Catholic nation. Um, mm. But a lot of my questions that I had, I never quite got a, a, a satisfying answer. So mm. I think from the word go, I had a very inquisitive spirit where I wanted to know why, why does this happen? And why is that that and why is this like this and 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 i didn't really have the satisfying uh that the quench that thirst in me so i think that um me going into which sounds really dark but i guess at the time i wasn't really thinking i'm gonna go bad and i'm gonna go dark i wasn't really thinking that i think just a series of events that led me into a life where i was searching and I kind of turned away from and, and not to mention and I mean look there's folly everywhere everywhere so I'm not mm -hmm. criticizing the Catholic Church per se but I saw a lot of folly and and folly with I guess was God's representatives and so it's very easy to think oh well they're God's representative, representatives, rather, and that's how they're acting. That's how God must be. So no thanks. That's very much yeah. the thought you see. And then just kind of having a little turnaround and go, okay, well, what is out there? And realizing, actually, I'm a spiritual person and, and seeking spirituality outside of the confines of um, structured religion. And so I can see that now. Um, so I, even then, I wasn't attracted to uh, very dark stuff, so mm. per se. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, but it, it became kind of clear to me that putting spells to help people 
um, still had an element of removing their will from them. And I just had a, an understanding and a revelation of, I don't, I don't think I should be removing people's will mm. uh, or overriding uh, mm. will and and people and uh, and that started to to not, not feel right to me so mm. then I came away from that but still very much um what I understand now loving creation which was never a wrong thing and right. valuing all of that and just became a bit mm. of a tree hugger and um <laughs> and read every uh yeah. you know every book uh that I could get in in, in that realm that that self-help and and uh, anything spiritualized really to just gain that knowledge and what i didn't know then was that i was just searching for god yeah cool you, you were and, you're a spiritual woman mm. you know and, and since since then um i think the most amazing thing and um that happened that got me to turn around because i did consider myself an enemy of god which is kind of, I think he thinks that's adorable, but you know, I wasn't really an enemy, but I was very anti at the time because I just thought God must be like, like what I have seen growing up. And, um, and I was in a really abusive relationship. So, uh, terribly psychologically tormenting as well as violent, uh, not nice many months ago, not nice. And um, and at the time, I remember having read about angels, and I really liked the idea of angels because I thought, well, I I don't think I could talk to the main man, so I'm I'm gonna talk to my angels, and maybe they can put in a good word for me here and there. I'll just talk <laughs> to the help. <laughs> so I had this. Uh, I started kind of developing this relationship with what I felt was, um, yeah, uh, an angel called Stella. And um, and so, it uh, in this really abusive relationship, um, I was home one day, and there was silence, and there was nobody there. Normally, there'd be so much chaos around, and a lot of parties, and you know, the sound of the house was often boonch, 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 boonch. I mean, it's just constant partying and lots of people in and out, and it just it wasn't really a healthy environment. And uh, this one time I had gotten home and there was nobody there and I was just enjoying the peace, just enjoying the peace. And I was saying, Stella, what, what should I do? Because I'm in this relationship and I tried to leave the guy a year previous and he had uh, threatened to commit suicide and threw himself in a bathroom and said he was going to slit his wrists. And I just, I just thought, I just can't have wow. this guy's death and my conscience you know but i was saying please tell me what to do because if i go he'll die but if i stay i'm gonna die either way someone's gonna die and i i just don't see a peaceful way out of this tell me what to do and my eyes were shut and i'm lying down on this couch and i kid you not i hear an audible whisper right here that said leave him and it freaked me out so much because I was alone in the house. Like a cat, I jumped like five feet in the air and I was like, what, what, what was that? And you're freaked out. 
And, uh, you know, and I thought, oh, that's undeniable. And at the time I was saying, Stella, was that you? I mean, what was that? What was that? Freaking out. Okay. So then um, moments later, the boyfriend arrives and I'm just still, my heart is still racing. And immediately head down. And uh, he says, let's go out to dinner. And I say, I, 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 I'm not hungry. I don't want to go out to dinner. And he says, let's go out to dinner. Let's go out to dinner. And by then I knew I better comply because if I don't comply, it's not going to end well for me. So I said, fine, let's go to dinner. And um, meanwhile, I'm here thinking about this thing that just happened. And I'm outside getting in the car. And I looked up into heaven and I was like, what was that? And then I said, okay, God, if you're out there, help me put a peaceful end to this. Because I don't know how this is going to end. And that night, he brought resolution. The guy says to me, I know you're not happy. And I just want you to know that if you want to go, you can go. But by then I was very used to his psychological um, hmm. manipulation and uh, just to get a, yeah, yeah, it wasn't, uh, yeah, bless his heart. So um, I said, please don't say things you don't mean. And he said, no, I mean it. I love you. He said, and um, I, I know you're not happy. And if you want to go, you can go. And I looked into his eyes for the first time in months. And I said, I want to go. And he said, okay. And I went, okay, then I'm going to go. <laughs> I got out of there so fast. Wow. <laughs> and I, I, I got out of there. I moved out so fast, uh, as fast as I could. And I, the next time I had a moment to myself, I said, okay, God, you got my attention. Yeah, big time. And, and then I said, okay, I'm just going to ask you one last thing. And that is, please, can you help me not get into that kind of relationship ever, ever, ever again? I'd rather be on my own because I know that statistically, women in that kind of uh, relationship tend to, you know, go into other relationships that are th just the same. And I knew that. And I said, please help me not do that. Mm -hmm. And it came from there. And now I realize, and he, years later, Papa showed me the scripture that says, yet while, whilst we were enemies of God. And, you know, and I just thought, oh, I had nothing. I, I had nothing to offer. I didn't have a relationship as far as relationship was. In fact, I was rebellious and doing these witchy things. And, you know, I didn't deserve anything. And yet, while well, I was, you know, I thought I was, that God was my enemy, just, you know, ridiculous and adorable, but as he said to me, but. <laughs> He said that to you. Yeah. <laughs> that was a ridiculous and adorable yeah. perspective. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And adorable. I love that. You never might. I was like, but I thought I was, you know. And he's like, I know you're cute, but you, you, you were never really my enemy ever. I've always no. known. Yeah. Wow. My gosh. <laughs> My gosh, we're his children, aren't we? I just, and you were searching, like you said, you'd seen a misrepresentation of him through the people that you'd met. And it had just, you couldn't find him through that perspective, you know. Yeah. And, but the fact that 
your heart was searching for him, you know, and it, and I, I've always thought that, you know, with, in amongst the occultic community, you know, new age and all the different variations of witchcraft in the end, people belong to God, don't they? We're his children. And we're just like, where are you? You know, searching, trying to find help and power somewhere, you know, and obviously for some people it ends up very dark and they become very deceived, but for others, it's just like, ah, you know, where are you? I, Cause like you were, you were spiritual. Yeah. You're a spiritual woman looking for solutions, what looking for authentic God, yes. authentic relationship and spirituality. Mm-hmm. So for people, obviously, because you've been inside that world and you that's just the most amazing, amazing story of how the Lord began to connect with you in the middle of so such a desperate situation, you know, just so, so beautiful. <laughs> I you I know that you have compassion. For, the, for people who are stuck in all sorts of, you know, spirituality that's off, spiritual experiences that are off. What would you say to us in the body of Christ, having come from that world? What is the most helpful perspective? How should we look at people like that? Because yeah. there's a lot of fear, isn't there? And I want to break that down. And, I, you know, because, you know, at the end of the day, everybody's really precious to the Lord. Yeah, I think in the church, uh, I think it's fair to say that there's quite a bit of um, uh, conditioning that naturally happens, but not just in the church. I don't mean that in a critical manner. I just mean collectively as a culture, there's mm. a lot of conditioning. And um, uh, all those people that are doing that, they're just going through their own spiritual experience and they're just sampling this and sampling that and finding themselves in certain elements of that um some some of them are really free in the sense of really wide in their thinking and really kind people and they love creation and they just don't like the uh, they, they they don't like the constant drugs and they, they certainly don't like the criticism and they don't like the lack of love which i think you know we've seen in in sort of every se- sector of kind of religion it's very easy to be a uh, part of um of of a group of a religious group and and think we're better than because we're christ's children and we're god's children and and we can see other people who are not in the club as lesser than and people in the world can feel that straight away and 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 i think that's what divides the most the most helpful thing is to see compassion is a very key word and just understanding that everybody everybody who's come into the kingdom of god has got a past that was you know that people aren't proud of we've all done things that haven't been great and so those Mm. people in in those communities they're just like us we are the same people the same Mm. people and i think compassion and and just genuinely loving people makes the biggest difference that's going to be what wins people over and not what we should do ought to do that's never going to win favor um, seeing people um, truly loving them for who they are and bothering and to 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 see a person and see the best in someone do you see but we have there has been a conditioning that has made us afraid of yeah. people who think differently than us 
but at the end of the day, we're all the same. We're all truly God's children and we're all just trying to figure it out. You know, we might be here with Christ in our hearts, but we're still trying to figure stuff out and we're still making mistakes. You know, we we still make a muck of things sometimes. That's just humanity. Mm. And so having a compassion and a love for humanity is what's going to unite us. That's one of the things that impacts me about you because of where you've come from and your relationship with Jesus. You are full of love. You just yeah. love people unconditionally and and it's very obvious and it's very yeah. inspirational, you know, and it's, I think when you've come from a life of a lot of difficulty, it does make you more compassionate, doesn't it? You realize, you know, there, but for the grace of God, you know, we, like you said, we're all doing the best we can. We're walking, we're just trying to do life and figure it out. And yeah. we, we must give each other grace and, and yeah. get the, you know, it's, it's easy to discern, isn't it? And to, to observe, but actually what we need to do is to get the Lord's heart and to yeah. see, see people, how they truly are, how he sees them and how he feels about them and to dis, to discern correctly because you have his mind regarding a situation or a person. It's just, yeah. it changes your life, doesn't it? When and you start to feel his compassion. And when you were speaking, then it reminded me of how Jesus walked when he was here, right? He, it says over and over in the scriptures, he had compassion. He had compassion. You know, he was, he looked at the people and they were like, sheep without a shepherd you know and he moved with compassion and then the miracles flowed that's the condition of heart that the the presence of god flows through right yeah. so okay yeah. so fast fast forwarding in your life now you have your beautiful mat and do. you do your amazing husband and you've obviously had been involved together in ministry for years and now you've founded a health clinic yes so you are now a, a health wellness practitioner I am. so it's sage is it sage um, yeah that's right okay so so how did you get to this point in your life tell us what you're doing now because yeah. I know I, I love everything to do with natural wellness thank you um I love it. uh, it's um uh, I have always been, I think now that I, when I look at my life, I've always been um, a, a little healer. You know, when I had mm. was little, I just knew that if I put my little hands on somebody, and we're talking four years old, it just, you know, if I put my little hands on people and I had my ointment of choice, which was um, Baporub, as we used to call it, which is vapor rub. <laughs> So, yeah, and I just thought, <laughs> if I can just get some paparub, uh, <laughs> I will, and and uh, and put in my little hands and um and and rub whatever you know ailments you know on aunties and uncles and my papa would have and whatnot. Uh, that they would say, you know, that's better. You know, they would just be in shock. Really? You know, that that's better. So I've always had wow. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to heal, and, and not just to heal, but really to see people in health and wellness have always been enthralled with, you know, supplements and books about supplements and Mm. really about maintaining life and getting people back to strong. So I got my qualifications and I, uh, which was amazing because I had my babies first and got married, had my babies first. And then in my forties, I started qualifying for this. And so what I specialize now is in naturopathic uh, health, and in and that also changed into uh, 
releasing emotional trauma off of people. And that goes Brilliant. well inside with how I feel about people because yeah. it's not until, you know, you get this, this not, you know, slapped out of you, you know, with life, you know, with life, you know, right. so knocks and nuts, not out of you type of thing that mm -hmm. it's very humbling to go through stuff like that. And then you realize, mm -hmm. oh, that's why so-and-so is so grumpy or so, or, yeah. you know, you just don't know yeah. what pain they're carrying. And so yeah. not, not only making the physical body strong, but also the emotional body, the emotional body and the, the well-balanced and strong. That is where I shine. We're making, helping people get back to strong physically and yeah. emotionally. Yeah, I love, um, you'll have to, I mean, I'd love you to share some of the techniques that you use because, I mean, I love natural health because it's it's working in harmony with the way we were created. You know, I love that and exploring how we were created and supporting the process of of well-being naturally, you know, yeah. in, in the most advanced ways. I know you use some of the most advanced um, techniques that are available at the moment. And I was listening to some statistics uh, recently. I was listening to an interview with somebody and they were talking about it's now a lot of people think that it's probably 90 plus percent of all sickness has an emotional root. 100%. And, yeah, you agree. Oh, really? Really? Oh, yes. really? And it's trapped oh, yeah. in the nervous system. It's trapped in the energetic systems of the body. It's yes. trapped in the organs and so forth. And I just think we're in the most amazing time, Pearl, of being able to step into into wellness, like really living in, yeah. in life, you know, prospering physically because of our understanding of how to steward ourselves, you know, well. So yeah. will you so talk to us, will you, a little bit about some of the techniques that you use? What do you use for trauma, for trauma release? So uh, I'm using kinesiology. And kinesiology okay. is um where you get to sense the working with the body's bio field mm -hmm. and we get the bio field is continuously sending off and receiving uh energy data frequency okay so your bio field we're familiar with that because the lie detector tests well that's a bit of technology that's based on the bio field and the bio field is the electromagnetic energy that's coming to and fro it's it, it it knows the score of the body and it doesn't you see it doesn't quite it doesn't lie like a person could lie but the whole body goes hang on a second that's not a true congruent statement so kinesiology is is the is finding the balance and reading is a manual reading of where the body is at that moment so with trauma all the trauma gets processed through the amygdala okay but when we have trauma that comes too fast or for too long, and it doesn't have time to process, the amygdala says, sorry, we're full. But of course, that person still experienced the trauma. So it usually goes dumped straight into the heart or finds another organ, like the lungs for grief, or like the liver for anger. Or do you see, it just finds, it, mm. it goes into the cells. So releasing trauma, we release uh, trauma at a cellular level, just the record of it which is actually in a frequency format, energetic format, releasing that off the cells. And it's very swift and it's very gentle and it's also very powerful and it's permanent. 
So I'm seeing a huge success and it's, it's just so quick. So there's a place for talking therapies. Of course there is. The work I'm doing without it being hypnosis, I'm working with the subconscious because the subconscious, the, the conscious mind, we might be aware of some of the trauma that we've experienced, but it's not all of it. The, con mm -hmm. the subconscious mind is the one that has the score of everything. And that might not always make it to the frontal cortex of the mind. Sometimes we block some trauma because it's just too much. Mm -hmm. But still the body carries the trauma of it. So. Yeah. Yeah, so releasing it from the cells is amazing because we don't even need to go there. We don't need to fillet the heart and go, Todd, let's talk about this really painful thing right here. It's not, although there's a place for that and there's people that do that. But what's happening here is that it gets released as a whole from the subconscious, from the cells themselves that carry the trauma, the record, it gets released. And I, I think it's fair to say that what I do that makes it a little bit different is that I bring in the spiritual element of it because mm -hmm. we are, we are triune, you know, we're yes. made in this image. So we are spirit, soul, and body. And mm -hmm. wherever people are in there uh, spiritually, we can all agree that, okay, there is a maker though. Yes. There's a creator yes. and you came from that and we can all agree mm -hmm. on that. So bringing yeah. the spiritual element and that that's what makes it so powerful. I think when, when, when we bring in the God element into a session, uh, yeah. without it, you know, we're not in disagreement about, okay, what you believe, what you believe, you know, we can all agree that, okay, okay. Yeah. I can come behind that. And yes, there's a creator out there somewhere. Okay, great. Let's work with that. That's, yeah. That's, that's beautiful. So you actually, that's the starting point. It's true, isn't it? When you look at the intricacy of the design of, of us, how yeah. extraordinary we are, when you look at creation, it's more difficult to believe there isn't a creator than there is a creator. So you yeah. get people there as a starting point and then you begin. So you have your own beautiful partnership with Holy Spirit as you're looking at the person, yes. you're listening to him and then bringing that in as the central piece and then yeah. looking at how to where the trauma is and how to bring the body into balance using these different techniques it's yeah. just extraordinary so much so, fun. yeah so much fun what a privilege and isn't it amazing that from being a tiny child you always knew that that heal it was part of who you were that you were a healer yeah. you know and it's kind of followed you through hasn't it through your whole life you know in the ministry times when you were in ministry and like you say even when you were sort of searching spiritually you were hugging trees and loving creation <laughs> yes and you want to know something else that's crazy uh, papa later revealed to me that i had links with the um uh uh the incas you know like okay. the, the ancient civilization in mexico yeah and the incas uh uh, the Incas would have in their tribes, they would have a mature woman who after she's had all her children and they had grown up some, they would choose one woman in the tribe to learn all about the herbs and wow. be the medicine woman for that tribe. And when wow. that revelation came to me, I was like, wow, wow. And then just when you start to think, okay, just when you think you're, you're second guessing this because it came revelation like that. Um, one of the children brought a book about the Incas home from school and, really? and I open it in there in the, the very page I opened was about the, the, the medicine woman in the Incan oh. times. 
And I was like, no. okay, okay, <laughs> okay, you got my attention. You're so good at that. You know, wow. So, it's yeah, beautiful. So cool. Really, yeah. cool how that's yeah. deep in there in the DNA. Yeah. yeah, deep in the DNA. And now you're doing it in him, with him. <laughs> In the fullness of it. So beautiful. So for people, I want to ask you to pray in a second, if you would, Pearl, but for people who want to get hold of you to explore any of these subjects further, if they have need, where can they get hold of you? So they can email me. Um, mm -hmm. I've written down my email because I don't email myself. And I knew you would ask. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, pearl at sagehealthclinic.com. Great. Great. Yeah. So if, if any of you family have any need and you do want to learn about any of the areas that Pearl is specialist in, then obviously, you know, get in touch with her. I just find the whole area fascinating. I love it. I have some dear friends of mine who are all carrying different pieces of the wellness, you know, that. the whole, oh, it's just wonderful. It's wonderful. And the different, just everything. Anyway, I could talk for another hour on it, but I won't. <laughs> so it's just, I love it. I love it. And I love your passion as well. It's just God's heart, isn't it? That we would all live in optimum health, body, soul, and spirit. Just We were predestined for it, weren't we? To shine, just to shine body, soul, and spirit and enjoy our life and just live without sickness. Or, you know, and I think, you know, if you, if you look at that, all, all sickness is coming from an emotional root, as you were saying, yes. you know, any, any remaining toxic state within us that's come from as a result of trauma in our lives or lies we've believed once those things are removed from us and mm -hmm. we're just filled up again with Holy Spirit, with peace and love and light and who he is, yeah. we don't get sick. We don't get sick, you know, so yeah. Yeah, because he wants us to live. Yeah, that the frequency that, that, mm -hmm. that we're resonating in is higher. Yeah. You know, so so when there's literally an expanse in us and space in us, and yeah. we're not just surviving, we're the, just a, we're just a little faces are above the water, and the rest of us is underwater, and we're just hoping we don't get take over taken over. A lot mm. of people live like that. So yeah. releasing trauma gives us a bit of buoyancy and clarity yeah. and yeah. and freedom. Yeah, we be, we become light and open and at peace and yeah, yeah. yeah. In the high, I often do that when I'm sitting with Holy Spirit. I'll just I just focus my attention on Him. I meditate on the reality that Christ's in me. And if there's any oppression, anything that I'm struggling with, anything that's toxic emotionally that's going on, I just release His light. I release the person of Jesus into my cells, into every part of my body. You see His yeah. presence just permeating me. And before you know it, you're back in freedom, freedom, peace, rest, love, yeah. joy, all the attributes of His nature just pouring through you. It's just... Yeah, yeah, it's something that he's done with me for years, you know, and he just keeps resetting me into that, you know. So, so now I'm living in the highest energy state, right? <laughs> it's just this is the privilege of our life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Pearl, can I ask you to pray for everybody of just course. in finishing? Oh, I would love it. And thank mm. you so much, Papa. You're so good, Abba. Thank you so much for just the privilege to be able to reach people and for Liz and the work that she does, you know, in and through you and all the listeners, Papa, and the people who are watching and just decreeing a blessing over them, Father, and over, over everyone, but particularly peace over their lives and mm. 
if something resonates, Father, and there's something, there's a little something in their hearts just to, that resonates in them, Father, would you maximize that and, and bring revelation into their lives, Father, to come up higher, come up higher into the place where you've called them to be. And that can look in lots lots different ways, Papa, as you know, but I'm just getting quite a very clear image of really busy moms and single single moms maybe and you know with they're busy with their children and just at a wit's end father and just your love and your compassion for them is so much greater than all of our compassion and the earth put together and so father just releasing love and blessings over them and and i just feel father that you want them to know that that you see them and your compassion for them is real and that you are working behind the scenes to make life better for them, easier for them somehow to find freedom, to find joy. You are working behind the scenes even if it looks just dire like the situation, but that's not the case. They're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. God really is working behind the scenes and one day you'll see the movie of your life and you will see how how surrounded you've always have been, even in the difficult times. You'll see how surrounded by love you have been and how he's helped you along the way to build strength and resilience in you. And if life is hard right now, I just want to say to you that smooth seas don't make a skilled sailor. And out of that hardship, <laughs> excuse the pun, <laughs> um, you're becoming a stronger individual and, it's, and you will be a blessing in your life and the life of the people around you because of what you've gone through, you'll have the know-how how to help someone else. So I thank you, Father, just to create that blessing over everyone and your comfort over everyone and your assurance that you have got a way for every situation and calling out your name is the start of it all. Thank you, Abba. By your grace. Thank you, Baba. We agree. Amen, amen, amen. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I just want to share with all of you guys as well. And Pearl was just praying for you then. I um I kept hearing two scriptures. One was that we live and move and have our being in God. And also there's where can I go from your presence? And I really, really felt that strongly that you will one day, like you said, Pearl, we will each see the movie of our life and we'll see that we actually were surrounded. We live and move and have our being in him and there's nowhere we can go from his presence. And so I agree with his heart that today that you would be sensitized to that truth more than you ever have. Your your whole being would tune in to actually how safe you are and in the midst of the storm in the midst of the choppy seas that you would have divine perspective and you would know the partnership of Jesus and you would come forth out the other side of it with a greater degree of wisdom and peace beyond anything you thought was possible and that your core strength would be him yeah. so amen Pearl amen. thank you thank you for sharing with us today 
Oh, it's so lovely to be here. Thank you so much for having me over. It's such a joy. It's been so special. And guys, thank you for giving us your precious time too. And I look forward to being with you again next week. Have the most amazing week. God bless. Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you that will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord, um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed. <laughs>